Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week, we're talking about when the system is the problem, working within the system versus changing the system. So let's talk about the systems we work in. Often, the system is the real problem. In a classic example of this, Dr. W. Edwards Deming created the Red Bead Experiment, which I find absolutely fascinating. And of course, I link to a YouTube video where he walks through uh, the entire experiment that he does with a group of participants at what appears to be a conference that he is at. And you can, of course, find that in this week's newsletter at productthinking.cc, linked in the show notes. But I'll summarize the video. Uh, There are several workers uh, who randomly pull red and white beads from a bin using a flat tool with holes in it that catch the beads. So they they put this little board in, into the beads, pull it out, and it then has uh, red and white beads trapped in it. And then a team of inspectors counts the red beads, and then a recorder records the number of red beads. The fewer red beads each time, the better. The idea being that red beads represent defects while white beads represent good work. So they're trying to pull out as many white beads as they can each time and as few red beads as they can. So each worker in the line goes through the exercise for a few rounds. And Deming, who is sitting there Uh, watching and supervising chastises them as they go through, especially as the number of red beads varies, asking questions like, why can't they improve on the number of red beads? Why aren't the motivational posters helping them select fewer red beads that they have, you know, posters up all over? Uh, Why aren't they helping? Uh, Why aren't they learning to pull fewer red beads? Why don't they follow in the footsteps of their coworker who previously pulled only five red beads? You know, he, he, he doesn't just chastise, but if somebody inserts that little tool and, and pulls out very few red beads, he, you know, he praises them, tells them they did a great job and tells everybody else to follow in their footsteps and that if they can do it, anybody can do it. And they just need to, to focus and pull out very few red beads. Of course, the main point is that each selection of red beads is completely random. Uh, each worker has no control over how many red beads they will pull each time. And despite the negativity, their work actually falls within a statistically normal range for the parameters they're working in, which Deming goes through at the very end. So if the workers aren't the problem, and in fact are doing well for what we can expect given the circumstances that they're in, what is the problem? In the case of Deming's beads, it is clearly the system they are working in. They have a set of guidelines they are expected to follow. They have to put the tool in and pull out the the beads. They have expectations for their work from management and from each other. And of course, the inescapable fact of the beads in the bin. Without changing the system, there is little hope of changing the outcomes of the work each worker is producing. This is often the case in so many circumstances we encounter. Like Deming's experiment, we can hang posters, we can give motivational lectures or bonuses, we can fire people or hire new ones, but it is often the system itself that dictates the outcomes And if we don't address that, we can't change the ultimate results. As 
W. Edwards Deming is quoted as saying, a bad system will beat a good person every time. So where else do we see this? And how can we begin to change our systems? This was a question I asked last week as we started to discuss some of these things. And I wanted to explore it a little bit more deeply in this week's podcast and newsletter. So first off, the discussion of last week, roads and and car dependence. I wrote about it and talked about it in our last newsletter and, and discussion about our dependence on cars and our propensity to continually build new roads, uh, especially here in the United States and in many other countries as well. Quoting from that specifically, uh, the article uh, and podcast, The Forest for the Trees, uh, it's incredibly easy to get stuck in our system. We build roads because we've always built roads. We rely on cars because we've always relied on cars. We don't consider alternatives because we've never really considered alternatives. And that's definitely one thing that we have found uh, close to our home. Uh, You know, we have a shopping center near our home with restaurants and stores, and and it's a great outdoor place to walk around, but it's virtually impossible to get to without driving. So that was one of the things that we explored in that podcast. Uh, Another one being, again, our propensity to build so many roads and highways continually as basically the only thing that we look to as a mode of transportation. And then we continue to optimize within that system without really ever looking at other possibilities of how we can build communities or other ways of getting from one place to another, or if we should really even be relying on getting to so many different places so frequently, continually optimizing within the system without really looking at the system itself. So we won't continue to rehash too much of that here, but if we don't zoom out enough to see that we may be optimizing the wrong things, we continue to do that as our Department of Transportation here in, in Utah does continually. You know, they know how to do one thing and that's build roads and damn it, they're going to continue to build roads come hell or high water because that's all they know how to do. So that is one of the key things. Of course, this week is our subscriber uh, podcast and newsletter. So we won't be diving into everything uh, that we go through in this week's newsletter, but we do continue on into a couple other areas of discussion, including the antiquated education system, uh, government and crises, uh, hierarchy and religion, uh, which is another great discussion point. And of course, getting in to building software and building uh, places to work and good teams. So ultimately, the system that we work in is critical for our success. And if we only focus on pulling red beads and counting them, we may get a good pull or a bad pull, but over time, nothing will change very much. We can make improvements within the system, but those are important incremental changes. A new rule or a new process can improve the system, but we need to assess the system holistically. Is it the right system? Should we be pulling red and white beads and counting them at all? In all of the examples that we talk about, uh, we have people working within flawed systems. 
and we may need radical change to fix what is broken. So if you like this uh, sample, uh, definitely check out the full newsletter at productthinking.cc. Uh, subscribe there to either the free newsletter, uh, which you can get uh, each week, or the paid newsletter, uh, which has a few additional posts that come out each month, including the full-length version of this one, which you can check out, uh, which dives into some more uh, discussion where we touch on all the things that you shouldn't talk about, politics, religion, etc. Uh, you can, of course, follow us on social media at Product Thinking, just one T in the middle. Uh, follow me at Kyle Larry Evans. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, that would be great if you follow us, subscribe. And as always, keep questioning those assumptions and we will talk again next time.